Welcome to the Bravely Badass Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to entrepreneurship, learning from our mistakes, and becoming mentally unstoppable. I'm your host, Kelsey Willett, and I'm a mindset and business coach teaching you how to incorporate powerful mindset practices that will allow you to feel authentic, confident, and resilient AF. I believe that building a business should be fun and simple, but this starts with learning how to manage your mind around all things life and business and developing resiliency that will allow you to bounce back no matter what obstacles come your way. So this podcast is for you if you want to create both a profitable and sustainable business without it feeling like a miserable roller coaster ride and also focusing on the things that matter most. Let's get started. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Bravely Badass Entrepreneur Podcast. I hope you've had a great start to your new year so far. I think for us this past holiday season and the New Year's celebrations look different for me and my kids in a lot of ways. Um, Last year we were walking through the holiday season shouldering a lot of grief and emotions following a divorce and This year, it felt a lot different, lighter and happier in a lot of ways, and we settled into new routines and new traditions, and that's so fun. Um, As a single mom who's been worried about my kids' hearts through a really tough season, honestly, (laughs) this past Christmas was more than I could ask for. So hopefully it was wonderful for you as well, and you are off to a great start, a refreshing start as we enter this new year. Um, Speaking of kids, if you don't know this, I have four young children and a bonus daughter who is now a grown adult herself, which is wild. Um, And if you're a mama, I am sure you could agree that the thing that blows me away the most about motherhood is how incredibly fast it goes. I already have a middle schooler, two elementary schoolers, and a four-year-old who will be entering preschool soon. And watching them grow and evolve has caused so much reflection for me about just my overall journey of motherhood and everything that I've done along the way. And I think that really got me thinking as I was thinking about this episode, it really triggered a lot of of reflection and thoughts about how most of my time as a mom has also been spent as an entrepreneur. Um, I've, I've spent a few years working outside of the home, um, in addition to being an entrepreneur, but mostly just being self-employed and working from home and running my own business. And if I'm being honest, they are the two life experiences that have taught me the most about myself, being an entrepreneur and being a mom. And they've taught me what's possible. They have taught me so much about myself and who I am and what's important to me and how to make an impact on the world around me. So I think one of the things that haunted me the most, though, about both of these journeys over the years have been the things that I felt I should have done. I spent a lot of time um, just living in those shoulds, you know, the, the expectations of being weighed down by I should have done this or I should be doing that or it shouldn't look like this. It should feel this way instead. And on and on. And living in this should state really stole a lot of joy for me for a long time. To be honest, if I'm not careful, sometimes I still have to fight it. Uh, Even with the coaching and training that I have and knowing that these feelings creep up, um, it's, it's still hard. It's a fight because I have to remind myself that it's 100% normal, but I just have to be really careful that I'm living within 
what's authentic and aligned to me and not in the expectations and shoulds of the comparison around me. So as you know, like I said, I'm a mindset coach and I've spent the last three years learning a ton about our brain and what it uh, likes to do in different certain scenarios that life throws at us. And shoulds are honestly just options that our brain throws at us because our brain senses some sort of emotion in our body that signals we're at risk of being hurt, um, of failing, of rejection, of having to work really hard for something. And to be honest, our brain is super lazy because it's just focused on survival, not just this constant state of having to fight and work hard and all the things. And like I always tell my clients, our brain, the survival organ in our body, that keeps us alive. That's it. Just think about it like that. It is designed to do just that, keep us alive, not necessarily make life enjoyable. So we all have this part of us that is focused on survival, energy preservation, and seeking as little risk as possible. And if we didn't, then we would be doing dumb stuff, you know, like touching the hot stove or running up to give a wild bear a hug or walking out in front of traffic, not understanding that it's dangerous. But what I love to help my clients distinguish is that we have both a brain and a mind. So I know that might be a little uh, hard to consider maybe, but just think about it in that way. We have the brain and the mind. So to put it simply, your brain is focused on keeping your body alive, your physical body, while your mind is able to problem solve, imagine, make connections, learn lessons, plan, take actions towards the things that we want in life. And it helps to distinguish between those two so that when your brain offers a lot of crappy thoughts while you're trying to build a business, for example, you are able to distinguish which are thoughts coming from your brain trying to protect you and which are thoughts that actually serve you or help you move forward. So I found this practice to be really powerful for my clients because this helps them learn that one, your thoughts are just thoughts. They're not always facts. And two, your thoughts are optional, meaning you do not have to think them or believe them if you choose not to. So I have a a client story for you. One of my clients, uh, Jess, she ran into this a lot early on as she was starting her virtual assistance business. We would be talking about her offers, how much she wanted to charge, and what her boundaries and lifestyle was going to look like. And oftentimes her response would be, well, I should blah, blah, blah. And (laughs) she it was really fascinating. She would say, I should have, you know, this many offers. I should work this many hours. I should charge X amount so that more people would buy. And of course, as her coach, I questioned all of those thoughts, right? And I simply asked her, well, why? Tell me why you believe you should have, you know, X amount of offers. Tell me why you think you need to work X amount of hours, Tell me why you should charge a certain amount and why you think that that means more people would buy. And typically all of her answers were stories based on her own limiting beliefs. And um, if you are not familiar with limiting beliefs, they can really keep you stuck. Um, And they're honestly just thoughts that you've thought so many times that your brain is like, yep, that's a fact. And so as we were looking at it and we were, we were considering these stories and looking at how they were based on her own limiting belief and comparison to others in her field or beliefs about, you know, what the world teaches us to be true, it was fascinating. So her answers were basically, she felt like she had to have so many different offers and packages so that her clients would have options. 
And I told her there was nothing fundamentally wrong with that. But when I asked why they needed options, she wasn't really sure. She didn't feel aligned with all of those offers or packaging things how she thought she needed to. And it was interesting because when I asked her about what those options created for her clients, she ended up realizing that it was possible it created more confusion and made deciding to work with her harder because they wouldn't know what the right thing was for them. She also had many thoughts about what her business should look like uh, because of what she saw others doing on social media. (laughs) I'm sure that probably resonates with you. And how her brain was perceiving other people's results as the only path to success herself. And last and probably my favorite breakthrough for her was that she felt she should be working at least 30 to 40 hours a week in her business because she felt guilty for making the same amount of money she had previously made as an employee in less time than that. Like that was so mind bending for her brain to know I don't have to work 40 hours a week to make the same amount of money that I did in my teaching position. And the more <laughs> it's, it's crazy because she had been taught that in order to have financial abundance, you have to work long, hard hours. Now I'm not saying that building a business doesn't require hard work. It absolutely does. And, you know, But I think the thing that was really a breakthrough for her was the more we dug into these beliefs and the thoughts that her brain were offering her, the more that we noticed that while the thoughts felt very true, like when I asked her if it was true, how much she believed it, she was like, yeah, it feels very true. Like this, there doesn't seem to be another option. We decided though, that when it came time, we'll prove to me why this thought is true how do you know it's true? What is the evidence for that? What else could be possible? She was realizing that these were all just optional stories her brain was giving her to minimize any negative emotions that might come up. So my question for you is what shoulds do you have? When you think about your business and how you show up online with your clients behind the scenes, what is your brain telling you that you should or shouldn't be doing? Is it telling you that you should be working more? Should you be working less? Should you be charging more or less? Should you be doing what's familiar instead of trusting your instinct and taking a leap of faith? And my challenge to you is, as you dig through these should stories, I want you to notice that 99.9% of them are going to just be thoughts, options, stories, offered to you by your brain and presented to feel like the truth. But instead of just believing it, I want you to ask what else might be true? What else might be possible? What do I want to believe? What do I want to think? What do I actually want to do? Why is it okay if my business looks different from other people's? So this this process is how I help my clients go from a cookie cutter business that they are losing passion for or feel overwhelmed by to creating a business that aligns with their heart, their core values, their passions for what they're doing and how they want to show up in the world. And practicing this kind of awareness takes some time and often takes a third party like a coach being able to call out the thoughts your brain offers because your brain is so good at framing them like truth that it can be hard to see what's true and what's a story without an outside perspective. But the better you get at questioning these thoughts, and that is like the biggest thing where I feel my clients, like for me personally and my clients have taken the most power back is they start questioning the things that their brain offers to them. 
They start figuring out, I have permission to think whatever I want to think. I don't just have to believe the first thing that my brain offers me. So the better you get at questioning these thoughts and deciding if these are scenarios you want to move forward with or not, the easier and simpler your business will feel. You will stop trying to fit in with the rest of social media. You'll release the pressure that you're putting on yourself to do things a certain way, even if it doesn't feel right to you. And allow yourself to step into what feels most true to you. And that is the sweet spot. When it feels the most true to you, that is how you start building a business that is sustainable. That has the freedom and the flexibility to grow, evolve, and change because you're not assigning a permanent way of thinking. It should be done like this. And instead, you allow yourself the freedom to build a business that is simple, fun, and authentic to you, one that you're excited to wake up to, one that inspires you to take action and make an impact on the world. So that's my homework for you this week. Pay attention to any thoughts that contain the word should. Notice them, question them, and allow yourself to ask what else might be possible and what is most true to me. All right, that's all I got for you. So if you have any thoughts about this, you have questions about how this works, or you just want to chat, find me on Instagram. It's at bravely underscore you underscore coaching. I would love to talk through the limiting beliefs or the things that you feel like you've been stuck with when it comes to the shoulds in your business. I would love to just connect with you. So share some of that with me. Find me on Instagram. And like I said, pay attention to the thoughts that you have and question them. Ask yourself why you're thinking that, why you're automatically believing it, and what else might be possible. All right, we'll talk next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if it resonated with you or served you at all, please share it on social media and tag me. I really, really love connecting with you and seeing what you're learning and how you're becoming a bravely badass entrepreneur. It exists within you and I love celebrating it. Also, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. And until next week, keep loving yourself along this journey and channeling your inner badass. 